podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickups. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates. Or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Everyone, it is the Tuesday Club, and it is Ray, your host tonight. Um, we are brought to you uh, in association with Redsbet, uh, a betting site tailor-made for Liverpool supporters and fan causes. So no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Um, Redsbet aim to share half of their net profits with Liverpool supporters. Check out the odds on Redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly, lads. <laughs> Liz. Right. Liz? Okay, Liz. We don't understand That's that. your alter ego. <laughs> right. So, tonight we've got in, on the other side of the desk, we've got Phil tonight. How's it going, Phil? Thanks. <laughs> we've got Andy. Thanks. <laughs> and we've got Nilo. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna ah. st- I'm gonna stare at the camera like you do in America. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to me right now, pretend you're over there. And I get man to do the golf. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's really disconcerting now, isn't it? Yeah, I'm excited. Phil has been awesome. watching far too much ESPN for the last week or two. Oh, been watching college football. Phil, how have you been? How have you been doing ESPN? How do you get ESPN, mate? How do I get ESPN? I have a special. I have a huge satellite dish on my roof. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a handy little thing called JJTV, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, we're going to start off tonight, lads. We're going to just do a quick recap. Uh, we won't spend too long, but we'll just have a quick chat about uh, Leicester. No specifics about the game, but I just want to get your initial thoughts around getting that win and then obviously the four from four scenario. So, Phil, happy? Look, I'm happy as can be because. Ultimately, we've got 12 points heading into the international break. We haven't played great in the last two games, but we've managed to get the points on the board. And you don't want to peak four games into the season. We have to be building towards the second half of the season and being in position to have a run at the title when it comes to the second half of the season. And shitty wins like we did at the weekend is exactly how you get yourself there when January rolls around. Yeah, I suppose those four games... Typically, in seasons gone by, we'd have we'd have dropped points, dropped two points. Yeah, sports, not more, yeah? yeah. Sports, it's exactly what sports have done. Yeah. Mm. And City have dropped points as well. So, I mean, what's your thoughts, Andy, Mister yeah, Positivity? Like, <laughs> I mean, they're only shitty wins because we've got accustomed now today's performances, and we seem to expect this heavy metal football or whatever you want to call it every single game. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not possible. 
it depends on the game. Needs fit. They go out and they've got the three points. We will get into it. We'll probably have a patch where we're hammering teams, scoring four and five goals a game. But you have to take four wins in a row to start. It's kind of like, my, in my head, the, 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 the most thing we could have got out of that game was kind of having four clean sheets. That, to me, would have been phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But one goal in four games and the, the 12 points is great. So, fuck it, we're top of the league going into the international break. And... That's where you, that's the highest you can be. So can't go. You can't complain. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right about the clean sheet. Uh, we, last week, Milo, you called Allison's save stupendous. Yeah. Yes. If you if you recall that, this week he did something which wasn't so stupendous. Yeah. Yeah, stupid rather than stupendous. Yeah. 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 So that aside, are you pretty happy with the fact that? Effectively, we've kept clean sheets in four games. Yeah, of course. So listen, we can say it's a shitty win. It's actually such a thing as a shitty win. Yeah. No, there's not. Just a win is a win. Is a win is a win is a win. We're top of the league. Anyone complaining or having a problem with any element of that is just looking for something to give out about, and they're probably mm. lonely. Why create a debate when there's nothing to debate about? We're on top of the league. We won all our games. Did you know Just get on with it. I want to debate that the idea that the error is stupid. Okay. Right, because uh, it's clever. Phil. No, no, but there's there's a whole there's a whole thing because there's very little to moan about, right? Can we have right? we have to moan about something. That's okay? not why you now, we've had go- no we've had goalkeepers make errors in huge moments and throw points away, right? Yeah. We have a goalkeeper that reminds me of our best goalkeepers who made errors that didn't cost us anything ultimately, right? Yeah. And and the only thing I'd say people are talking about, oh, he's learned his lesson now. When the ball comes back to him next time, he's going to hoof it. Yeah. He's not? I think he did say that. He one. did come no. out. <laughs> 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 no, he he actually he actually didn't say that. He said he's not arrogant enough to keep doing the same thing. But he didn't say he wouldn't do it again. What I like about that, even that comment he made, is that he's copped on that he can't keep doing the taking on trick all the time. So he has to time it for when he's going to do his quiz tour next. Yeah. Mm. And that is, he was also failed. But like the, that's he the him. He was failed. He was failed. I'm he was failed. Any, I'm not having any of that. If, if he doesn't do the chip last week and has never tried to t- take on anybody in a game, because he fell over Brighton. Remember I gave out about the Brighton thing last week? Then that, that, I, thought, I didn't like that error. Yeah. Right? I thought he'd get caught and that's how he's going to get caught, yeah. right? But he was fouled, and he got he got he didn't get the foul purely because what happened the previous week. Yeah. Referees do get influenced by that type of, mm. t- type of stuff and what goes on in the media. Oh, he was being a cheeky fucker and all that type of stuff. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I think um, opposition fans hate the fact that we've now got an entertaining goalkeeper as well as an entertaining front three, and they're going to get a lot of uh, satisfaction out of mistakes like mistakes that. Like that. Mm, yeah. They laugh at us and they slag us off. But ultimately, across the season, he's going to win his points. He's, he's going to save us uh, in games. And that is just part of his game. We have to accept it. He loves it, in my opinion. Well, I love it. Yeah. I think exactly. his personality is strong enough to deal with it as well. I don't think he's confident and his personality is strong enough. Like It's not going to affect him at all, I don't think. Whereas right. what the goalkeepers we've had recently, they make a mistake and they go to bits for the next 10 games. Mm. Yeah. I don't think he'll be fine. Mm. As you say, the referee, the referee, I believe as well, will be in, like just subconsciously influenced by it because if he sees another goalkeeper doing that, it's a little bit, it's it's doubtful that, yep. you know, they don't do that. He must have been felled. Yeah. But now Alisson is already got a name for four mm. games into three games, what would have been. Yeah. And, so I think he's probably not going to get as much leeway when he's on the ball doing his little bits and pieces out of his goal. But you know what no one's talking about? 
He's now had 11, he's faced 11 shots and he saved 10 of them. It's outrageous. Yeah. And he's made a lot of them look more comfortable than they actually have been, really. And he almost almost saves the whole fuck up. If you actually look back at it, it's amazing. He gets across. He's there. He's almost there to save the the knock-in at the back post. And you're just there going, Mm. Jesus, this is the type of goalkeeper we've looked enviously at other teams. Because even when they make a mistake, they're they're almost quick enough to recover the situation. And they were like, that was the mark of why Schmeichel was so brilliant when he was there. After when he made a mistake, he bailed himself straight out. He still bailed himself straight out again. You know the the drill that we were all getting excited about in the pre-season? Do you remember that? Oh, he, big was, save, yeah, yeah. he was getting up and legging across his goal and making a save, getting yeah, back up. Yeah. And it was all uh, short, you know, like the short runs, like little short steps at the start. He's unbelievably quick yeah. over the first few yards mm. of coming up off the ground. His reflexes are quick for a big man, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, he just, he's just seems to have an unbelievable leap. Mm. And another goalkeeper's probably lying in the ground on his arse there. Here's one for you, right? That's not Alison related. Yeah. I read it today. Who has had the most ever clean sheets in the Premier League? What in the in through the course of the season or to start the season or across, goalkeeper, across the course of the Premier, Premier League? Premier League. Not no, not goalkeeper. Or t- or goalkeeper. What goalkeeper? In, is that in, in, over so every single. Okay. Has to be. He don't wear the weekend. Need some money. Got a bit of uh, longevity. Uh, I know someone like Ben Foster. No, I, I was I was stunned when I read this today. Pickford. No, Reina has the highest clean sheet percentage. Still? Yeah. Oh, percentage? Yeah, forty-seven percent of his games were clean sheets. That's that's what uh, Alison needs to support. Yeah. And he was the only one in the in the top four that hadn't won a league title medal. Which that's is mad. Just, How do we draw so many games then? No, nil. Nil, nil. Remember the weekend <laughs> the Birmingham games? There were goal draws. Uh, it, uh, uh, look, I mean, last week, I think we pretty much predicted what was going to happen. We didn't. What we didn't predict was that it was going to happen in the next game. Mm-hmm. He was always going to do that, wasn't he, at the end of the day? The perfect scenario, I think we said it last week, was that he does it in a moment or in a situation where it doesn't cost us any points, particularly in a big game. And not, not, neither of those things happen. So from that point of view, we've got away with one. I would imagine a lot of opposition fans were absolutely going mad that it didn't cost us anything, mm-hmm. and we we move on, don't we? And and I think you're right. He's not. He's not. He doesn't come across the type of fella who's going to be lacking for confidence when we go out and play Tottenham at Wembley, is he? No, nope. I wouldn't have asked. I wonder what Klopp's reaction to it was between the two of them. I know we'd be only second guessing and kind of shit, but I wonder. I say give him a hug. Did he absolutely call him a prick? And or I say give him a hug. How he reacted to it? Ah, quiet word maybe. Mm-hmm. Nothing more. No. He's not, he's not going to want to change his keeper, is he? It's fundamentally. That's he's, what we've bought. He doesn't look like a wee character. It looks like he could have words something. No problem. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'd say Klopp just said, you fucking idiot. What did I tell you last week yeah. against Brighton? And you go out yeah. there and you're after doing that again. Just don't let it happen again. Yeah. yeah. I was German. I don't, I, you, you got it. You got I'm it. I'm a coach. You are right in this conference, won't you know? She looks fairly confident that video on WhatsApp going around. There. <laughs> 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 Interesting, we haven't seen Shawnee since that video started going around here. That's all I'm saying. Shawnee Lawson. Um, right, I will move it on to the opposite end of the pitch. Let's talk more about Mane, Firmino, Salah, particularly Salah. He just, just, he just seems to be off it at the moment. Do you think? 
any of you think this whole Egyptian thing is is the kind of the chief reason for it, or do you think it's more of a case that he had a slow start last season? We've seen it. Is it more of the same again with him? I would say last season, yeah, exactly. He had a slow start. He's also coming out of a World Cup where it didn't go quite well from um, the Champions League. He's took a lot of knocks yeah. in the last. He was he was sort of six such a role, wasn't he? Yeah. He's took a lot of knocks, and I think he's getting a little bit roughed up now. A bit more targeted. Yeah. Then again, his finish in the so, match the previous game was unreal. Look, there's nothing wrong with it. We're not doubting his ability, like it, you know. Yeah. But he, he had a similar sort of chance, which he which he didn't yeah. which he didn't put away in, in this game, did he? Yeah. The only thing the only thing that's kind of slightly concerning me is when he doesn't look as strong on the ball. I don't think it's as strong. I can I think I, I, for whatever reason I've looked at him. And it looks like he's lost half a yard of pace. Now, I don't know how your shoulder can make you lose half a yard of pace, but there's been loads of chances this season where he's been one-on-one with the last defender. And last year, he's burnt them for pace. Mm. And this year, he doesn't seem to be getting away from them. Mm. They seem to be staying with him. Now, I don't know whether he's sort of protecting his shoulder. Is he protecting his shoulder? Because that's a natural thing. If you're still coming out for an injury that's not 100% or still you're mm. feeling your way into it in terms of, is yeah. he protecting himself slightly? Or, I think it's a fair point, right? Like, if... The sports minister in your country is threatening your mother. Like it has to what, impact. What? Yeah. Oh, you said this, this Egyptian thing. I was thinking, yeah, what's yeah. Egypt? Yeah, what's the Egyptian? Is the sports minister threatening his mouth? Somebody in the, in the ministry Veiled for sports. Kind of, you know. Yeah. Words yeah. Don't Maybe forget that. Don't forget that your family still live here. Mm. That type of stuff. And you understand. Understand. It's because he um there's there's a whole thing going on about the way they're being treated. Do you not see he put out a video himself? Well, it's one of the most oppressive governments in the world. I know that. I know, but he put out a video himself saying that like the when the when they went to Russia, all the FA and all travelled bit force class and right, they put all the players in economy class. Now I was gonna ring him up and tell him about the way the FAO used to treat the other players. It was great. It was great, but yeah. And he was, he was saying, look, he, they were forced into a lot of situations. When he was recovering or recuperating in the room with the, with the shoulder injury, the, um, the FA sent fans up to see him in his room and did a photo shoot to say that he's still fine and he was ready to go for the World Cup. So he was just like saying that they, they've been, the players, the team, etc., have just been treated terribly. Oh, right? okay. And he's looking for better improvement. And on the back of that then, this has been building up. The FA are saying he's demanding. He wants to, he wants to like have a goal-lined limousine, pick him up at the airport, and he wants like people with palms to fan him when he's there and all this type of stuff and then when they, when his video came out showing all the crap conditions that the Egyptian FA had given him then the some one of the I don't know whether it was the sports minister or one of the officials in the Ministry of Sport just had to remind him that you know people are still here and we will come and take everything you need to and we will imprison you if you have to essentially um, and we'll do or we'll do terrible things to your family if we want terrible things it's not ideal, is it? Let's put it that way. Is he actually going away to play for them now after all of that, is he? <laughs> <laughs> if I was him, I'd be saying, right, lads, uh, tell Ma and the rest of the family they're going on a holiday, a very long holiday, get them out of the country and just say to Egypt, I'm not playing. Mm. I think he'd be off, you know, he'd be probably taking a bit of time off for family reasons if that was, mm. you know, was a real concern. Well, it's, it's, I still just think that, like, it, it, even if somebody is coming out with that, no matter what's going on behind the scenes, it has to affect you mentally. Like, if you're there, like, even if you feel grand going out to the pitch, it does affect you. It's like if, 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 if someone <coughs> put your man in jail, yeah. you're certainly going to affect it, isn't it? Yeah, we've huh? seen we've seen how uh, Degsy was affected last season with his little uh, personal problems. Yeah, they're not all lumberjack thing. <laughs> 
Ah, 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 uh, right, let's move on from Mo. Let's <laughs> let's move on to Bobby. Did anyone did, did uh, anyone see that photo of him with uh, Moreno? Yes, uh, the celebrity Adam and Paul. The celebrity yeah, So is that haircut affecting his performance on the pitch, Phil? Because you seem to you seem to it's, it's, da- it's, it's David and Goliath stuff. Cut all, all his hair off and he's lost his powers. <laughs> and I was delighted he scored a goal. But he looks a bit heavier as well. It looks like he's come back. He's had a, a really good bit of fun over the summertime. Where did he go? I beat was it? I beat. Uh, he was really on Nando's Isle of Knee buffet. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't eating much. He was in my beat. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, my take on Bobby is that he, he, I know he scored me well, but, but he wasn't. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't great against Leicester. He, well, he hasn't been great for the first four games. Yeah, you didn't, and you didn't think, do much of against Brighton, did you? No, no. He, he, he seems off it. The problem we've got, isn't it, is that Bobby's such an integral part of what we do. There's not really a, there's not really someone, you know, we can rotate the, the midfield three and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Bobby is Bobby, and if he's not there, then potentially we've got an issue. Well, it's just the same. It's the same. Like he's, he tends to start slow because he comes back a bit heavy after yeah. the, after the, the the and he's the off break. again now, isn't he? He's going to states. That's not going to help things. But they're, and they're going to tours there, something like that. Yeah. So Alison, Fabinho, and Firmino are all going private to jet, tours. I think to get a private jet to get them back. Yeah, but look, yeah. we've won our first four matches, and the most two of the most crucial players aren't really on at the minute. Yeah. So yeah. You know what I, mean? I don't know about this. Why is everybody? Passing? It's a regular team as opposed throughout the squad. Like you've got Fabinho now who's trying to catch up with everybody else's fitness. Klopp has said it that he's not quite there, and then he's got. We don't get that. What? We don't get that. How he's not? That yeah, because he, he was he was there before everyone else even yeah, came in. Like what was he doing? Did he bump into Bogdan and Bogdan says, "Come on up to the balcony here." I don't think <laughs> deadly silence. Yeah, and he yeah. spent hours and weeks up in the fucking salad bar. You know, saying that players coming from France, they don't have the level of fitness that the the demands of the English league. Just because he's lost a bit of weight, he's a prick, like who? Pochettino. Don't know fitness. Well, he said it's so. French league, French, the French league. Yeah, I think there's a piss about over there. They're not as you know. They're not as whatever. It's not as intense. As intense. So there could be a bit. Well, Klopp has said it. So that's what's going on. And there's a regular team across the front. The players are looking a little bit off, apart from Mane, who's one player Mm. um, the month. And then um, the midfield hasn't really been clicking. So maybe it is an effort or an intensity thing, and maybe Klopp is just keeping the players a little bit, you know, trying to save them because they will come into a busier period where they're going to need. But they're going to now. Yeah, they've got Southampton, Chelsea, yeah. United, Spurs, Chelsea, Paris Saint Germain, Real Madrid, Juventus, and Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. But you're saying like the midfield isn't clicking. The two of the front three are a little bit off, and. Whatever else, but we're top of the bleeding league. Yeah, no, well, no, I'm just, I think we're. we're I do honestly think we're looking for things to. But we're have to. We're we're discussing, we're discussing that gap in, like what we consider the big performances. What we've kind of got used to towards the end yeah. of last season, yeah. and obviously the twelve points. Like, I couldn't be happier. But there is an obvious gap in the performance level. Yeah, I think it will yeah. come. I don't yeah, think. I, do I, don't do. I think the concern yeah. is because we've gone into this international break, haven't we? And then we've now got, mm. we've got obviously Tottenham next up. Yeah. Then in this next block of games, we've got to play PSG in the Champions League. We've got to play Chelsea. Yeah. We've got to play Man City. Yeah. And yeah. Chelsea. So 
twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I think twice. Let, let's not let's not and Napoli. that other. Yeah, and Napoli. We'll yeah. probably be sitting here in six or eight weeks' time saying, "Oh, the performance of that game! Oh, we are blown away in that game!" But we don't have another twelve points. Yeah. So you know. What was your fucking rant? But like, I was excited for the the, the Caribou Cup mm. game because it's just you're not Phil. I am. <laughs> because you're looking forward to seeing in that particular like, competition. Mean you like? I want to see. Yeah. I, I I wonder will he actually play? Dude, the club. I know he said Alison plays Champions League. No, Champions League in the league. Yeah, He says in the absolute worthless cups, he's going to play Mean you Yeah, hoping that they get knocked out early because they've got loads of games to play in. But like, if you look at it right, that team. You know the way we've been saying we want to see Shakiri play, and we want to, like you can yeah. see it as naturally as the point yeah. that you bring Fabinho in, that you give Moreno a run, that Matip and Lovren will get a run, Klein gets a run. You're looking at this, you've got hang on a second, then you've got Fabinho, and you've got maybe Henderson if he needs game time because he's only come straight come back into the team. You've got um, I don't know who's left, the Shakiri, the Sturridge, there's a Rigi there. Yeah. There's, Isn't this there's so many players? Surely that game is just going to provide the biggest platform. Liverpool Twitter is going to have this season for people to go completely overboard about Absolutely. people's performances. People yeah. always go overboard. About, look, look at this. Look, look, and I'm, I suppose it takes it into in, in segues nicely into the nice Henderson contract Correct. situation. Correct. But you look at it right at the weekend. Keita is left out, right? Yeah. We win the game, and the whole talk afterwards was was the victimisation of the performance of Jordan Henderson, mm-hmm. right? Like the amount, the level of. He was at fault for the goal. It is stunning. And yeah. I'm not I look at I'm not uh, Henderson a foil. I'm not an anti Henderson. I think he's a good player. I think he has a function in the squad. I think the things he struggles with are probably things that are called out in in the in the Allison goal. I don't think he's good turning with the ball. Mm. I think he's very good playing the way he's facing. Mm. But I think he's a bit of an aircraft carrier that he, it takes him a while to turn with the ball. So if you get him facing up the pitch, he's brilliant at spraying the ball around. If he's facing the back four, he'll easily take the ball in and give it a, give it easily to somebody else. Yeah, but take the, the simple option. Exactly, and I think the one times. thing that's electrified is about Keita is that he can do that, but he can also turn with the ball as well. Yeah, and we've yeah. seen him being able to just turn quickly and, yeah. and move move the ball on with mm-hmm. that. With that is, and that's something that Wijnaldum is good at as well when he's playing as the deepest of, of the centre midfield. He is good at taking the ball, he is good at turning, and he is good at playing passes forward. But that doesn't take away from the fact that Henderson has lo- a lot. Lots of positives to his game as well. Do you not think a lot of the <coughs> hysteria about Henderson's performance is because it's almost like Liverpool fans need to have a scapegoat at some point. So we got rid of Carrius now. We've got mm. Lovren's not in the team. Moreno's not in the team. Yeah. Lallana's just got injured again. Well, Lallana's still a scapegoat, even though he's not not playing any football. Well, you yeah, know, that, that's, that's true, but... The thing is, there's always some people still talk about his Champions League performance. For us. <laughs> <laughs> that is his fault that we lost the Champions League. There's always someone who people just want to have a go at. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't consider a lot of these guys. Like if somebody, if somebody's on Twitter or whatever, like, yeah. or on a different podcast, and they're 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 talking about Henderson's performances and they're being like, you know, just being critical. It's fair enough. You know what I mean? It's, they're being balanced. They're measured in their criticism, and they're being fair in their comments. That's one thing, but when a guy is spending an evening of his time making a compilation of Henderson misplacing passes or <laughs> or uh, pointing out an option back to the goalkeeper, and then you've got hundreds of fans caving in on that and absolutely slaughtering. That's it's so fucking. But do you not see the narrative that's going on? 
if Henderson if, the, if Henderson is this good in this team, imagine what happens when we have a real DM in the team. Yeah, but it's, it's like no, this, this, and this fucking this has been going on since Mascarano. Yeah. Right. Well, just to finish the point, I think this that this sort of um, hate agenda against your own player. Yeah. Just give up support in the club because it's just. <laughs> I'll read something. I'll read. I had to take a photo of this earlier. One yeah. of the one of one of the Twitter because it does, it, does, uh, right? it does it is damaging. It does creep onto the pitch. Whether people like it or not. Media latch onto these things and they start printing it, yeah. and journalists start talking about it, and the players hear it, and it's going to knock their confidence. If we want Liverpool to win the fucking league, we want all our players performing at the best, and fucking like hate agendas and you know all these narratives on Twitter is totally dysfunctional. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. And, no. Okay, if you've a wanker playing in the team that's not putting it in, and he's saying things like you've a lot of um like this at United say for example, there's a lot of bad shit going on within the the players talking or whatever and yeah. the performances there, and there's players admitting to not perform we don't have that we've now got the most committed squad in my memory anyway yeah. they're all in the <laughs> I was going to make that point I wouldn't play Mingale in these uh, Mickey Mouse Cups myself because he's talking out of skill yeah. so he's he, I just have him out of squad like people like are, people though. Are, are, are dysfunctional in the squad just fuck them out you know what I mean? I don't think Markovic actually made the... He didn't, he make, didn't the make the squad. squad no, yeah. he didn't make the squad. So Klopp clearly sees him as someone who's not helpful to the squad. So he's he's parked off. Someone on well, Twitter today, on, um, just on Henderson, someone on his announcement retweeted it and said, worst day as a fan in a long while. <laughs> up there, up there with the appointment of Roy Hodgson. Yeah. That was on Hendo's contract renewal. So to go back to your original point about Liverpool fans need... Uh, a scapegoat. I don't identify with that type of fan, and the club doesn't identify with that. That is not a fan. Yeah, that's a dickhead on Twitter. Yeah. That just, just needs to close the United fan in reality, but anyway, just uh, yeah, up you know. So, but in the summer he was like the Messiah, Henderson in the world, during the World Cup. Yeah. So and now overnight he's shit. It's it's mad. I can't. I pay money. I don't care. But he's never been that good. I'm the biggest Henderson fan. I have to say, none of them. None of them hate him as high as I've I've hated massive. Amounts of Liverpool players over, like, and I've had a, a, basically a decade of players to hate, like, do you know what I mean? Right? And, 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 and rightfully hate as well. Like, they've, they've had absolute fucking dirt playing for us for ages, yeah. and people making excuses. Like, I'll go back, the Stuart Downing thing will, to this, to, will end me as a human being, right? To this day, there was people putting up statistical reasons why Stuart Downing was, deserved to be in that Liverpool team. There was no reasons. The fella just used to run down the pitch, cross the ball, and run away. And, and he got kicked in the in the first minute of the game. He disappeared out of my I watched Mills for a last row tonight. That's that's exactly what he was doing. He's still at it. Oh, no, he's still exactly. He was really, really, really bad. The downing, downing, wasn't uh, he? There's the downing cross. The downing cross is the greatest <laughs> myth in football, right? They used yeah. it. He's putting it into the danger area. It's not a danger area. <laughs> None of your team is there. Exactly. The corridor yeah. of uncertainty. No? The, yeah, the corridor of uncertainty. He's crossing in when there's 19 defenders <laughs> in the box. <laughs> look, I've, play look I've, hate, I've hated players playing for the club, but I've always kind of had a soft spot for the players who put it in. Yeah. You know, like... David Speedy. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourites. One of my favourites. Uh, no, like, the, the, um, a good example. Always put it in. You cannot question Moreno's commitment in the team. Just as but he frustrates you because you yeah. know it was reversy tackles and some of his madness. <laughs> 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 and, but like, but then I've hated players. I've hated like uh, under Hodgson, for example, like when Konchesky and Paulson in the team. I couldn't stand that. That that Liverpool team. I didn't mind Paulson. I thought he got bad press. They were dark, yeah, dark, 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 dark,
this business is slaughtered Henderson like like La Lumpe Klopp rates this player and Klopp is trying to reinvent Henderson into somebody he can trust playing in front of the back he does trust him though yeah and he's not making up these comments about being in his there. What did he call him today? A general. A general? Yep. Like, these aren't make your comments. No, no. This is your club we're talking about. No, he's got massive faith in him. I mean, just quickly yeah, on, the, on, the, on the three that played at the weekend. Um, I'd sack them all. You weren't impressed, no? Genie, Milner. Invisible went, it went, went, went vanishing again. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, 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 again, he started the way they blew. Look, come we, back, we had yeah? we had a good ten opening ten fifteen minutes, and then I thought the midfield was quite poor for the remainder of the game. We never seemed to have a foothold in that game. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Never. Now there's a bit that we score early, and it looks like that we're trying to sit back and catch them on the counter because they're coming at us to try score. And I, yeah. I absolutely accept that. But when the pressure does come on, I just thought it was it was two backs to the wall at times for a Leicester team who had a bit of. Um, have their own energy in, in Didi and the other fellow that plays in midfield for Leicester, who I have in the brief. Look, I don't know any Leicester players. I know in because Grizz spent like months telling us that we're going to sign him from <laughs> January to May, and we never even went near him. Like, they, they, they indeed don't. But, like, they, like, literally, I just thought they had a bit of energy about them. And then I wondered, I, I wondered you know, we, we actually made two changes in the midfield instead of one because we put Henderson in at the bottom of the midfield and yeah. pushed Wijnaldum into, the, into a more attacking piece. Yeah. That we made two changes by only changing one player. Yeah, I thought maybe you would have brought Henderson just in as a straight swap for Keita and left Wijnaldum where he was because to be fair to him, he's played really well in that position. Yeah, or Henderson for Wijnaldum. Yeah, and leave Keita in the side. And leave Keita in the side. Yeah, or, or take Milner out. I know Milner puts in a great shift and he's he's honest and all that type of stuff, but he is a hundred and four. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean, and it's 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 four games. But I do think that Klopp's part of Klopp's idea was four games, four wins, send out my strongest eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Every game has been like changing the field around sixty minutes. Yep. Yeah, I, you know? yeah. I mean um, been trying to get minutes into Hendo's legs yeah. as well by bringing them on. It was obviously he was gonna start the game like after three or four. One of the four yeah. Yeah, um, third or fourth game it seemed obvious, yeah. Yeah. So like looking at the midfield starting out, like it's not the most dynamic trio you can pick. Yeah. Very little spark in there. Like that's what I think we're gonna gain from Kate as the season goes on. After being when he gets fit, something a little bit different, something a bit stronger, something a bit more imposing. But look, it was a fucking midfield that's won us the game, and yeah, look, we'll see it again. Four. We'll see it again. International breaks now. Not a ball, Nilo. Not a ball. You're not going on the Ireland World Game. Squad, no. Holy Did you say you said that the picture of your squad? Honestly, I thought it was like a DDSL representative. I know. I was like, AUL 11 to beat them. Unbelievable. Because it's terrible. Like the Lancer League wouldn't even play a friendly against them. They'd just like, forget that. Martin O'Neill is a fucking magician if he gets out now with that gang. But do you not think that that's a squad made for Martin O'Neill because he's a shit manager? He's doing quite well if they're the players. I think if Michael O'Neill, the Northern Irish manager, had that squad, he'd probably win the World Cup. <laughs> Maybe you will, Phil. I'm not getting into that debate. Could someone explain to me how this whole international League of Nations blah 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 works now? It's it's a prequel to World War Three. The last time we had a League of Nations, <laughs> we ended up in World War One, and we're going to hold down. That was the end of it. Yeah. That's it. That's how it's going to happen. Isn't it? Yeah, I've got, no, look, I've gone from being so invested in England on the 11th of July to by the 11th of September, knowing absolutely. Nothing about what's upcoming in international. I don't. Football. I. That's this, how mad this, it is. this has always baffled me, right? Yeah. When there's no football on, we like international football. Yeah. 
humans like international football when there's no other football on. When the other football comes on, we don't need international football, right? No. So stop it. FIFA, stop it. Yeah. FIFA, if you're watching, stop it, right? That's what. What camera on? That one, right, Grant. FIFA, stop it. We've had enough international football to deal with at all this year, right? The next time we have international football on Christmas or something, there's a Christmas break on. But this is my point. I can never understand why they don't just do, right, June and July every year is the international, is the international season, right? And we do all our qualifiers and all that type of friendlies and all that type of stuff for international football in June and July. And then maybe in December we do another round of international games. And that way you can say, right, there's the international breaks. You put that in and you fill up the schedules. And in between you've got Champions League and you've got leagues. And you don't have this stop-start bollocks when it comes four games into a season. Four games into a season. And we're off on an international break for two weeks. I'm waiting until the Qatar World Cup as well. That's going to be complete November and December, that's on. Yeah. It is a real inconvenience, international football. You know, even the top teams are shit now. Having said that, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we even playing, Neil? I've no idea, Phil. Um, probably Wales. Wales or something. Wales, is it? Are we playing Wales, though? I have no idea. Yeah. Wales Wales are playing, I think there's two games, Wales actually. Wales is playing. I only found out earlier in England to play in Spain. What is this League of Nations show? I have no idea. I was, I, that's what I thought. Is it like the International Champions Cup that was on in the pre-season when every single friendly game seemed to be part of the International Champions Cup? I don't know what it is, Phil. I have no idea. They've moved away from this whole system of just, you know, having a qualifying group. Is it not qualifiers for the Euros, no? No. I think it counts towards qualifying for the Euros, but it's a completely different system. Do you know what it is? It's friendlies called the League of Nations, right? <laughs> is that what it's actually called? <laughs> yeah. Couldn't be called the League of Nations. It is. The copyright ran out on League of Nations oh. and they went, grab it quick. They went, it was like, you know, the websites. You know when your website... Yeah, you're the <laughs> domain. Yeah, yeah. URL runs out. Somebody's saying League of Nations. Quick, grab it. Gianni Infantino, League of Nations, grab it. And you it. Yeah. Well, if they invade China, then it's just loud. No, this is for the European Championships. What? Is it? Yeah. Well, then how come Wales are playing China recently to beat them 6-0? No, that has nothing to do with this League of Nations. Okay. Do you see who League of Nations Song? in brackets, European. Young Min Song managed to avoid his uh, military service. Like a soup. Who did? Young yeah, Min Song. Did. Yeah. You know the, the Tottenham players? It's mad rule yeah. where if they win... If they won the Asian Cup... They or the World. Or the World. What? <laughs> or the World that, Cup. That's Gav. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if, they win, if they won the Asian Cup, he might, they all get... Um, Exempt dispensation from the military service. Really, yeah. yeah, all the lads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, he would have to do military service at Christmas. He would have been gone for two years from sports. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to do with Liverpool. That's just to do with international it football. Is mad, isn't it? Just that's still going on. They have to do international service. We're shooting each other now. <laughs> going away <laughs> and having a war. They can fairly can play football. No, no. And they're going to send them off with all the dummies shooting each other. <laughs> <laughs> Right, international football, Adam Lalana, yeah? Mm. He managed to not get through one training session. He didn't get a training session, he got injured on the train. He got a groin injury. Yeah. It was a train session. He went to get on a train to go to the training, and that was it. What's more mystifying is what he did to get a call-up, having not been selected for the World Cup. What has he done? Did he have a brilliant pre-season that I missed? Or what? I don't it's understand. Hair. He does look kind of cool. The, the, the hair might have been a clinch, yeah. yeah. He was not right in pre-season, but um, 
And has anyone got an explanation as to why the City players are all sitting with their feet up whilst all yep. our lads get on that private jet? Yep. Peds. Peds? That's it. Talk of uh, De Bruyne back for a Liverpool game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there is. Six weeks ahead of schedule. Just the six weeks. With a cyborg leg. Yeah. You see him running down the pitch. They haven't been found on the Dr. Yeah. Nick. Hello, Dr. Uh, Nick. Hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just yeah, pumped away. Amazingly, he went off to Barcelona like, and uh, is coming back six weeks ahead of schedule. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's probably the best thing that happened, like, just for them to make it blatantly obvious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, getting a player on. back six weeks early, like earlier than anyone <laughs> ever gets back from that injury, is making it so obvious they'll have to look into it. What they need? What, what, yeah, like because if they don't look into it, then someone's going to break their leg and they'll be playing next week. Yeah. It's a simple the bones will know. be sticking out the side on yeah. a Saturday, right? Yeah. And the Champions League match will come around and they'll have like a brand new leg. Yeah. Just running around. Like, like literally, it's ridiculous. Is he still? Is he still on crutches at this stage? Is he no, no, he's no, no, not seen no. in the gym. No, no. fucking hell, <laughs> traveling and everything. He was, you know, that medicine balls. He's kicking one of them around. <laughs> kicking a medicine ball. <laughs> <laughs> kicking a medicine ball. Do you know what the thing about medicine balls is, right? Do you, do you, do you ever read comics as a kid? Yeah. Do you remember the Bash Street Kids? Do you remember the Bash Street Kids? Yeah. The medicine ball and the Bash Street Kids always had food in it. They used to open it up. If anybody wants to go and look at it there, right? They open it up and the lads used to... I used to think a medicine ball was full of food. So I was very disappointed when somebody threw a medicine ball at me. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, where's the, where's the cake? Yeah, well, I'm taking the best of kids. I just want to briefly bring you back to Liverpool and uh, throw in, obviously, the next game being against Spurs. What were your thoughts on throwing Spurs against... Uh, yeah. That's the way I was going to happen. Yeah, that would have been a great segue. Throwing coach. Throwing yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were. Were impressed with that? Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't actually watch the video because I would have just annoyed me, but apparently Andy Gray went to town on it. Oh, he did. And he slaughtered Klopp. I don't yeah. know exactly what he said, but let's assume he said a lot of things that would have annoyed me. <laughs> 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 do, you know, do, you know, do you know Pat Nevin has an opinion as well? Are they? Yeah. Oh, don't do that. What's the difference? Andy's nemesis is Pat Nevin. Is it? Yeah. Not just him. BBC. There's a few of them. Stores. Pat Nevin. Pat Nevin. Roy Cordes. Roy Cordes. Roy Cordes. Roy Cordes. Roy Custis, uh, that fella, oh no, it's Neil Custis, isn't it? Sorry. And Ed Byrne. The Canadian. I have a problem with him as well, Andy. He's a fucking cabbage. They are my tree hammer room. <laughs> but um, anyway, Andy Gray, blah blah blah, right? Like Klopp has clarified it. It's something that they looked into. It's something that's going to give them an edge. We're talking about Joe Gomez, Gomez isn't it? Who's, who yeah, big Rory the Lap. Yeah. Um, we're talking about pre- like Premier League football here, elite level professional sport. Any edge counts. Small margins. Yeah. yeah. Like clean. Andy Gray is still living at a time where he's kicking stones around the field. <laughs> like this is like the money involved, everything else. Like it's a, it's a, it's a fucking few bob extra for the club to bring in this fella. Who might win on three points over the course but, of the season. Three points are an extra round in the cup that's going to yeah, bring in but fortunes like, to the club. Do you think though? I doubt a throwing coach. I doubt it's just how to throw a ball. I would say, but this is what I want to ask because like you can't. Some people have a good arm. 
some people don't, because otherwise we'd be all javelin showers and we'd be all in the Olympics, right? Oh, I'm sorry, I think a lot of it's just technique though, isn't it? But you need some natural physical ability too, but the technique is a big part of it. And natural technique in it. Yeah, but I, did it's Leicester like, use it to what? win the league nearly? Who? Leicester. The throwing the long, No, the long, the long the throwing. That was uh, one of the most effective it. weapons, wasn't it, during when they, the, when they won the league there a couple of years ago? It was, yeah. Have we got up, so presumably now, obviously, you've, you've pen takers. So before we go out, has he got a list? You see, this is the list of throwing takers, is it? Because Joe Gomez might not start. No, most, game, most, so who's, who's stacking up on throw-ins? Nearly everyone would. That your fullback takes throw-ins. Actually, we see Alison's there kind of overhand throw. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, you know we see Michael throwing it from you know the sideway, but the, someone to throw at the length of the like requires length of pitch oh, right. like that. You have more accuracy. Yeah, yeah because so and you can face it down. Like like a <laughs> Maybe he could take throw-ins in his own half and launch it into their box because you can't be, see the thing about throw-in that people forget is you can't be offside from throw-in. Correct. Yeah. Mm. So if Alisson can throw the ball from his own goal yeah. into the into well from a, from the sideline right into their box, we could literally shove everyone up like a corner, and he could just launch that ball into the middle of the box. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about throw-ins is like they they do long throw-ins do create havoc. Yeah, like we have a throw-in. There's no difference for a corner, really, yeah. are they? Well, when you, you get a lot more throw-ins than corners. Yeah. No, I, I, and I, you beat the first man with a throw-in. A lot of our fucking corners can't be. <laughs> but come here, no, I just, it's a type of throw-in. You know the ones that you just you see the fellas going, I've got a big mad long throw, and he just runs up, and he just puts a huge ball up into the air, yeah. and it just lobs down, right? That's goalkeepers cleaning the house all day long on that one, right? What you want is that sort of missile type throw. Yeah, the one with Gomez, Gomez one was quite low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 penetrating throwing. But, like, they do, I mean, like, we, we see in the Premier League a lot of, a lot of goals come from mistakes and yeah. set pieces and losing the ball in your own half. You don't see an awful lot of goals coming from big builds up of possession. And so teams that are sitting behind. So if we win a throw in, it's giving the fucking team an edge. I don't know how anyone has that negative to say about it. Yeah. It's just pure stupidity. If you think about how people defend free kicks from about 10 yards inside their half, right? They push everyone up past the edge of the D. Yeah. So as that teams can't cramp the goalkeeper. So if you fling a ball into the box, the goalkeeper has about five yards to come and collect the ball at the edge oh. of the box, right? So you can really only attack the edge of the D with that, and you're hoping for a knockdown to get somebody in the box to score in the second phase of play, right? If you can throw a ball the same distance, you can if you can throw a ball into the goal from there, right? you can actually put your whole team in on top of their six-yard box mm. and launch the thing into the box, mm. right? Now a goalkeeper has no space to come and, come and take the ball. Yeah. That's an excellent point, actually. And you can cause... Uh, because if the ball drops inside the six-yard box, it only takes a toe poke to go into the net, whereas if it drops 20 yards outside the box, you're going to need to go through at least two passes to get that ball into the back of the net. And that's, I mean, that's, I mean, like, people need to think about yeah. this. When you talk about the, div- the difficulty a throw can cause the defender... Okay, you're, you know, you're not about the, the penetrating trolls, but what about the trolls that do get lobbed in? It's very hard for a defender to get up and put that away. Yeah. So he might knock it out for a corner. Yeah, yeah. Or he might knock it down, and he might just get the distance. And, and like, we're really, really good at winning the ball back from those situations, second balls. The only thing is that ultimately leads at some point, what about a forwards coach? What about a defensive coach? You know that shit that we had for years saying, oh, we can't defend, so we'll get a defensive coach. NFL stuff, this. Yeah. 
Mark Lawrence wasn't he defensive coach for Newcastle for a, at one stage? No, wasn't he? Was, I thought he was Newcastle. The, I thought he was the going out coach. No, that was Terry McDermott. Terry McDermott. Terry McDermott was, was no, the social coach. Was, uh, was one of Andy Gray's points about corner coaches or something like that? Oh, a yeah. kick-off coach or something a like that. A kick-off coach. Yeah, he's a dick, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. A kick-off coach. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, but that's because he's a spanner. And that's, that's when Harry hasn't hands. even realised the kickoff's changed, does he? No, I'd say he's still oh, yeah. trying to figure out, why are they not kicking it to each other? Yeah, Him and his mate are trying to make themselves relevant. Keys, keys right? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? They're in it. Uh, Keys might be a bit busy at the moment. Nah, he's always busy. He's very busy. <laughs> <laughs> like, they've gone from Sky Studio to, like, a factory... <laughs> <laughs> to a shed. <laughs> yeah, to a shed. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so in, it is international week. I just want to uh, just want a quick thought on the upcoming game against Tottenham. Did you did any of you see the the, the Watford Tottenham game at the weekend? Nope. Uh, no. Don't care about Tottenham. Don't don't care about Tottenham, don't, Andy. Don't no, I didn't watch it, no. No. Uh, it was a while Dublin I played. Oh, okay, it was on at the same time as the Dubs, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously quite happy to I see. I've seen a bit of it, actually. Yeah. Did you? No. <laughs> He's a th- Neil's got a thousand channels and he manages yeah. to watch 57 channels and all that. Not fucking a good team. Not playing Watford, yeah. not playing Watford at this point of the season is great. Yeah. yeah, because this is when Watford always seem to get their points on the board. Yeah. If we can get, when do we ha- when do we play them? We don't play them until about November time. Perfect, yeah. Perfect. They don't like the cold. Yeah, they hung around for long enough. Javi Garcia, Gracia, whatever the hell his name is, the manager, his brain freezes from about November on. Great, a bit other direct challengers who we perceive to be our direct challengers are dropping points so early, isn't it? Except yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Well, come on, points. Chelsea. They're going to fall apart. They will. Yeah, the thing about Chelsea is, though, they have ground results south, haven't they, you know? They yeah, have, yeah. They don't look impressive, but at the same time, they're 12 points, and, yeah, like... 12 points, 12 points? Yeah, probably saying the similar thing to what we are. CFC yeah. day trip. I'm <laughs> 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 sitting in their studio tonight. CFC head Chloral Nothing to do with the chloral fluorocarbons. The CFCs. No, they're in your deodorants. Oh, yeah. I always roll on film. very conscious of the environment. Yeah. Yes. Right, so the only good thing about this weekend, not being international, not, not being a, a Premier League weekend, an international weekend, is the NFL kickoff. Boom. Yeah? In your face. <laughs> In your face. In your face. So will you be spending from 6 o'clock on Sunday night through till about 1 o'clock watching NFL Red Zone? Will be. Absolutely. I'm going to have it on multi-screens. Multi-screen. Yeah, I'm going to be watching a, a game on one side. I'm going to have a Red Zone on another bit. I've got two laptops television and a tablet on the go to keep up to date with all the games so I want a quick prediction from everyone who's going to win the Super Bowl this year Phil come back to me Andy oh. you only know four teams no I'm going to pick my team <laughs> you tell me what I'm going to say who's going to win <laughs> who must have won this year I don't know, why don't you go for someone like the New York Giants? They've got plenty of decent new blood coming through. Boston got, Boston got a team. Yeah. Boston got a team. Yeah, yeah, the New England, England Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, well, them. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun. FSG don't hold up. Super Bowl, though. <laughs> I say Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. No, that's, the lo- that's a long shot, Neil. Yeah, I know, but they're my team, so. All right. So yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The are still going. The Raiders are still going. This is their last year. Well, they're, they're, they're moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, that would be some trip, wouldn't it? Yeah. To go out to Vegas and watch I'd never make a Las Vegas Raiders. home alone. Take in a boxing match. No. That's why I haven't been. See the Raiders. Ever. Never go to Vegas. I never go to Vegas. No, I won't come up and make a home in a box. It's acceptable to behave like you. Because slander is remarkable. Neil, have you never been to Vegas? No, Phil. Obviously, I'm still here. I think we would pay for Neil to go to Vegas. And a cameraman. No, I just follow Neil around for 24 for hours and stick that out as a, as, as a video. <laughs> yeah. With Neil and Vegas. Not gone. No way. I want a question. Uh, it'd, be like the, it'd be like the Hangover 6. You would love it. Well, thank yeah. Thanks, Andy. It's, it is epic, isn't it? It, it is. It is, it is amazing. Um, Everyone's a good mood in Vegas, aren't they? Yeah, it's yeah. just party central. Like, yeah. As you're walking up and down the strip, everyone is just like... Yeah. Just, yeah. Right, how many games are the Browns going to win? Uh, they're going to win games this season. I'm going to say uh, a three. Three games? Yeah. So yeah. Three and 14. Yeah. That'd be an improvement. Well, it will be. The rest the best season in three years. against my team as <laughs> the Bengals, so um, hopefully not. Um, just on the NFL, anyone see all of this Ferrari around Nike and Colin Kaepernick and... Yeah. What's your thoughts, Phil? Are we really talking about NFL? Yeah. No, no, this, 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 this is talking about NFL. Nike. Really? This is not an NFL discussion. discussion. It's not a discussion. This is a discussion about Trump. I'm out here. Not discussing NFL. I came here to talk about football. For fuck's sake. That's an official worker. That's an official worker. Look, hold on, that's off. Right, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's on his chair. He's cycling home. He's like Kaiser Stoza when he walks out that door. He's out running for the train. The Kaiser thing, I don't know. It just seems like, I hope it's a genuine gesture by Nike. But like if they, doing something like that was, is an easy way to get publicity. There's no chance that Liverpool go with Nike, is there? There is. Is there? Bosses may. Have they? Yeah. Jeez. I don't think they do. Bosses may. I think they're so. I think they're so tied in with New Balance in Boston that they renew the deal and New Balance will give them their, the next record deal for the club. It doesn't have to be though. That's the thing. It doesn't have to be a record deal, but it has to be. It'll be a record deal for the club. Yeah, but am I right in saying you might know this? Okay. Uh, like As what I did ask, what I did ask the Nike and you know whoever, they they have a certain amount of restrictions. Yeah. They're about their brand. Yeah. That New Balance don't have, so Liverpool get a hell of a lot more control over their own merchandise and where they can sell their own merchandise. Well, you know, worldwide. So, for example. Yeah, that was always in, the biggest problem with. Yeah. You're in China or you're in somewhere. But that was a different time, wasn't it? So who's to say that they can't negotiate similar terms to what they've got 
with New Balance, you know. Who's like you got the premiership? You know, they've only got a certain amount of space for. But who do Nike have the big brands? In the shops, Adidas, yeah. for example, yeah. like obviously have United, the Real, Chelsea. You go, you know, no. you go to who's Chelsea with countries, and all you see is their their brands. With New Balance, they can get into these, yeah, countries. Yeah. So okay, it might not be a hundred million a season. But if you got 80 million in a season and you're able to promote the club, when when they signed that deal in 2015, it was a, it was either the most second valuable or third yeah, valuable deal good. in the Premier in, in the Premier League, right? And going back to your yeah. point, literally they go in to um, a country as New Balance's flagship team. Yeah, they don't get that. If you're already that, your yeah. flagship team is Real Madrid or it's Bayern Munich yeah. or it's United. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You're up against that as, as another side. Mm-hmm. Now I know we'd be a flagship yeah. brand, but we'd be another flagship yeah. brand that there with Nike. You're going to have Barcelona, you have Paris Saint-Germain, yeah. I don't know who they've got left in England at this stage, it's yeah. Man City, right? Whereas New Balance, the flagship brand is Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Look, so they want to open up new markets, yeah. it's Liverpool. My point is, don't get, like, when they do come up with this deal, like, don't be too fixated about exactly how much it is, because it, it does empower the club to be with New Balance. Yeah. Because there's a huge amount of control over there in Boston between the two organisations, and... That's that's the way it'll probably be. I think a lot of this just comes down to people wanting to put kits out on Twitter, doesn't it? Mm. Adidas. No, people just want to put Adidas kits out on Twitter. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. <laughs> and I will say that you boys in green have done a great Marco Porter's jersey for people. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, it genuinely is. I said, I, I, I'm not one for retweeting that stuff, but I retweeted it last night. If they've they've created their own retro-looking Ireland jersey for the Irish fans, as opposed and New Balance have got the Irish jersey horribly wrong this time around. So it's like where I've been praising them in here about getting the Liverpool jerseys right. They've got the Ireland jersey mm-hmm. wrong, and that you boys in green one is, is a far superior product. Yeah. Well, it's it's that generic Adidas jersey that all the GA clubs and a lot of the GA clubs don't use Adidas. No. <laughs> you look at you look at, uh, you look at whatever GA fans now. They're arriving at Crow Park with Adidas county shorts on. Yes, it's fucking you know. Because they just go off and get a generic jersey and so in these towns, they're buying these generic things and they're stitching on the crest and it looks slick. Do you reckon mask stitching on the crest? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I've seen uh, I think it was a Sligo shirt, like fucking deadly navy colour with right. the Sligo crest on it. Like kind of modern looking slogan because Adidas and the, stri- the three stripes the start of the shoulder just like that. Oh, right, the boys are great oh, thing. Yeah. And they look quality. Right. So, there you go. If you're that, you know, if you, if, if you must have an Adidas Liverpool mm-hmm. shirt, go and buy the Adidas. Make your own. Red room Instead of just doing drawings on Twitter, go and turn your Twitter drawn into, yeah. into a jersey. Those things are like, they're, they're, I don't know, they were probably designed by Adidas for club football teams. Yeah. You know, 12, 12 euro for the fucking mm. pla- plain Adidas jersey. Well, this is it. I mean, the cost of jersey now is so ridiculous, aren't they? So, yeah. like, any kind of decent kind of replica as such with Liverpool mm. brand and as such, I mean. Yeah. You can still get loads of Adidas Liverpool jerseys on the retro sites. And yeah. You know what I mean? Does it really matter? The fascination is bizarre. Yeah, for grown yeah. grown men going on. But again, yeah. most of it's Twitter driven. Like you see people who go to the matches, the you know, most most adult males aren't wearing jerseys to well, most adult males who are allowed on their own aren't wearing I haven't worn I've been worn a jersey to a game for years. I think to a game it's acceptable. It's acceptable. But <laughs> do, you, do you wear jerseys to a game? To a game? Yeah. I wear jerseys to a game. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going around. <laughs> is, there, is there a name and number on the back of the No. Name? No? Like Riz? Yeah. No, he got that as a present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, if one is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I would draw the line at a name and number and a jersey once you've passed kind of adulthood. Yeah. Past twelve. Yeah. If you if you were if it was acceptable, who would you have on the back of your shirt? It's not acceptable. If it was acceptable, it's who would you have? No. It's like <laughs> Phil. Well, <laughs> who would you have on the back of your shirt? Red if it was acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Red map fifteen. Grown ups to have name and numbers on the jerseys, have them adult uh, mm. baby parties. <laughs> imagine nappies. Yeah. yeah. That's what they do at the weekend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> who do you have, Ray? I'd have Mo Salah. Would you? Yeah. You. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I would. Why not Redknapp? <laughs> Harry Redknapp. <laughs> <laughs> McManaman would have been another one as well. Could you ever picture yourself, like, you know, just putting, like, Ray Tan or something? No. <laughs> like, what's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can't imagine the embarrassment of going up to the to the you know someone on the in the club store and saying oh I want Ray Tan on the back. I have I've, 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 I have a Reebok jersey with, with my sword name and twenty one on the back of it. What? <laughs> twenty one was going to be. It was a present for twenty four. So it was yeah. twenty four present. As so. long as you don't get it like forty eight or fifty hit the rat like that or twenty six <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> Andy twenty six. Uh, I would, I would get, I would get like Redman Fowler, twenty-three. You definitely get Dougie seventy-one. Seven Dougie. You have Dougie seven. <laughs> no, I have a short in a box with Dougie. With no, Dougie. I've seen you with a Dougie seven jersey on you. Not Dougie. Haven't seen you with a Dougie jersey. Yeah. A Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no jersey that has a name on the back. I think you did. I have a, I have a few Kenny. You know, oh, you know, I have that. Uh, a you one, the one that came with the number on it, the eighty-four. I know the eighty-six. With the seven on it. Yeah, mm. I just don't really wear them. It's more kind of like a half thing. You sure? Yeah. When sure did you, you see me wearing it? Well, the time when you used to send pictures to us where you taking a jersey yeah, off I and you got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put pictures of the jersey, but no. I don't know. The worst Red, present, Red, if you're watching, let us know if he's wearing that jersey. Yeah. The, the, worst pre- the worst present I ever got, right? Uh, it was a leaving present from a job that I was in for, for years, mm. working with a bunch of people who work with me for years. And they got me a Liverpool jersey as a, as a leaving present. And they got my name on the back. Yeah? Oh, no. And they spelt it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Dickerson. <laughs> <laughs> Never what, got what, what, got what, what the, how do you spell it? E-N instead of I-N. No Can way. Can you get the name? Um, oh, can you go to a shop and get it taken off? Is that possible? No, I don't think so. I think there's a change. There's one now. There's a business. There's a business. <laughs> you know the way they're always moaning when somebody gets sold or they mm. change the number? If you had the number change in business, you clean up. Like those uh, companies that do the, ta- or the tattoo parlors that go over your tattoo. Yeah. Oh, so you could laser, you could laser yeah. off a number. Sorry, there's a lad here and he says, you remember seeing a lad with bab sticks on the shorts? He just added EL to make a bab of a knee slide. That's genius, actually. That is genius. There used to yeah. be a fella who drank in the local who had a Ince 8 Man U. What? Yeah. 
in today's menu. Ace Frog's nice. That's fair enough. Yeah. Ray, did you have you ever had a jersey with a name on the back? Of it? Just that one that I've just spoken that about. Yeah. Eric Dickerson. I never, I never, I never wore the Eric Dickerson jersey. No. Do you still have it? No. Such a pity. If you had the Eric Dickerson jersey, you could put it in and put it I up behind it. I, uh, this is before I went to Australia. And a brush. Take it to Australia. Mm. Now he bought me a towel, and I've, I've still got it. Yeah. LFC towel. Yeah. Are you into that round the pool? LFC towels. When you go on holiday. No. No. I try. I try to avoid anyone recognising that I can speak English whatsoever when I'm away on holiday. <laughs> I can't wait to get away from people who speak. Don't really like drawing attention to yourself on holidays. I used to religiously make sure that I had a Liverpool jersey to go on holiday. Did you? Yeah. Up until well into my twenties. And at what age then did you straight shave your moustache off? All right, calm down. <laughs> Right, okay, so look, we'll wrap it up, yeah? Mm. Um, we've had a live on-air walk-off, which I think beat, probably beats uh, Ian's internet going down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grizz running off to have some chicken. What else have we had, Gav? We've had a few lately, haven't we? We've had a few mad ones, but I think that, that probably yeah. tops it all, yeah? Well, it's not the first time that Neil's walked out in the middle of a pod. No, that's so, true, so yeah. He regularly does it. He's like, as, 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 as a child with ADHD, he, he can't sit still for long. <laughs> well, I think he could be on the way to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got him excited with the talk of Vegas there. Uh, if you check the airport, he would be sitting there in American Airlines hoping for cancellation. Last scene on WhatsApp. Yeah. Last night. On <laughs> 4.51 this morning. <laughs> <laughs> not seen until... Five minutes before the podcast. <laughs> just appeared. And now, not seen for a few days. I know, yeah, he, we won't. We might, we'll, uh, we'll check later on to see what time he finally goes to bed. And he managed to conduct a bit of business as well, you know, yeah. beforehand. So he's had quite a productive day, he's old Neil. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. He's got some holiday tips out of us for Vegas. Right, who's England playing the weekend? Spain. Is, is my understanding. Is that in the Six Nations thing? <laughs> the League of Nations. <laughs> I thought it was just Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, and no, that Italy and Argentina. <laughs> 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 to qualify for the final yeah. in Wembley, yeah? So England are playing Spain? England are playing Spain. What day is that on? I'm going to say <laughs> Right, we'll wrap it up. We will see you all next week, next Tuesday. Phil's back in the host. Sure. Yeah. What's this? Have you got some kind of special coming up? Is it next week? Is it the week after? In terms of, have you got some kind of, some kind of special plan um, for an anniversary of some? Discussion? Am I under? Oh yeah. Uh, just no, I can't remember. Am I looking at the right one? Yeah. Oh, I can't. Uh, we've got actually no. We've got a new podcast starting. We're doing a lot of new shows. Um, you'll hear someone coming out because we've got something else planned today. But anyway, the Walking Red. That's the name of them. They, their first pods are out this weekend as we go through international break because the cop table obviously are having a week off because there's no game and the final whistle because nobody will be watching anything about the NFL at the weekend they're on. So the, the, we've got two walking red pods out um, over the next few days, one out before the weekend and one out over during the weekend as well. Which will, um, We've got special guests from Paris Saint-Germain, Napoli and who else is in our group? Um, Red Star Belgrade. Red Star. Yeah, we actually didn't talk about security and the threats that were being made of security already. And veiled threats from from the Red Star Belgrade, but the, the lads will get into that as well. And then they're going to have a brief look at the games that have got the four games that have gone past. They're just going to review them as a block as opposed to just game by game in terms of what's there. They'll be coming up, they'll be a regular part of something new that we're building at the moment. Um, and then what else have we got? 
Um, does yeah, that that's about it. That I don't want to go into for the moment. Uh, cool. Huh? I want to be here when you announce the Euro. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. All right. Because I won't be here next week. Will you? Yeah. No. Ah well, you'll have to just listen or watch. Yeah. Mm. You don't watch. Been calling this one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll wrap it up. Okay. We'll see you next week. Stay tuned. Plenty more coming out. And if you haven't listened to it yet, download the Fatback Four from Sunday. Still very relevant. Laugh a minute, Gavin the lads. Sounds um, shy though. No, it's not. <laughs> and there is some fantastic intro music as well. Get on to it, right? <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Over and out, as Gav would say. See you next week. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no town like a cowboy town. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day. Yeah. Try the new big sky burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at a road in a wheel going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Sports Social Podcast Network.